This is a Crowd Podcast. Before we start, we just want to pop a quick trigger warning here. Today we're going to be touch on eating disorders. So if you're struggling with an eating disorder and are in the UK, the Beat Eating Disorders Charity has a hotline. The number is 0808 801 0677 or you can visit the website on beateatingdisorders.org.uk. We'll also put that number and the website in the episode description. Welcome to Go Love Yourself, brought to you by Simply Be, fashion fit for everybody. Yeah, just think of me as a, a, a fat white Moana. I am fat Moana! <laughs> <laughs> Right, Laura, we need to talk about your holiday. I mean, your second holiday of 2022, can I just say, also. Uh, but yeah, you went to the Lake District. It looked freaking fabulous. Oh, it really was. You know what? I had the best, best time. Yeah, I'm making up for not having a holiday for two and a half years because yeah, of the Panny D. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was so nice. It was like quite full on. Like we packed a lot in, but I absolutely loved it. Um, and I was like doing, I was shooting some content and uh, I had proper main character energy. I was there for a yes! couple of days. He's like just around this really posh hotel and these dresses like woo go me um yeah it was fabulous um I really enjoyed it. I also got back into a wetsuit, babes. Uh, right, this is so massive. So I don't know if a lot of people know this about you. And it's one of my favourite things about you because it's so you just wouldn't expect it. Tell me about your wetsuit life. <laughs> Which is a sentence I didn't think I'd say today, but here we are. <laughs> so I love swimming, right? I'm basically like a fat Moana. Yeah, just think of me as a, a, a fat I white Moana. I am fat Moana. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Uh, <laughs> I just, I love being in the water, right? And I love swimming. Um, and like up until like really recently, I was always like, I can't fit in a wetsuit. There's just no way you'll get me in a wetsuit. And then was it last last year? I think it was my stepsister's Hindu. And there was this aqua park thing, right? And I'm like terrified. And, and obviously these are things that people don't think about um, if you're not like bigger. So like I'm emailing, I'm calling these like uh, Buell to being like, can I, can I go on it? Is there a weight? limit um will I fit in the wetsuit what size they go up to all of these things in my head and like because up until the like I literally like a week before this Hendy, I was like well I'm not going to do that I'm just going to sit out because I don't think I'm physically fit enough to do it and I don't want to fit in the wetsuit blah 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 and then yeah and then I just had this kind of like again I talk about this a lot on um like socials and stuff but like having like fuck it attitude to life Mm. and like I just don't want to miss out on anything anymore because I've missed out on so much in my like youth and my childhood from being bigger so I got in the wetsuit the (laughs) wetsuit the wetsuit then and I did it and then this time again it's so strange I mean mainly I was just really tired because we'd had like really full on days and I was like oh god I, the thought it was honestly it was pissing it down um, it was like almost stormy the wind was like fucking gale force winds <laughs> and it was like dark cold and wet and we were supposed to be doing, <laughs> we were doing this like night swim um, on the lake and I was like um, out of 10 like how much do I want to do this and it was honestly like I'm minus 4 which is kind of funny because that's what the temperature was <laughs> And then Matt was a bit nervous too. Um, like I've spoken about before, he's a he's a bigger lad. And uh, he was like, I don't think I'm gonna fit in the wetsuit. He we spent 30 minutes squeezing <laughs> ourselves into the wetsuit. 
I did message him and I was like, I need you to put it on a time lapse of you two getting it in with that like next time. I honestly I want that from both of you. Yeah, we should have done that. It was so funny, honestly. But I was like, it's not going on. It's not gonna right, that's it, I give up. It's not going on. No, I'm too fat for it. I'm gonna have to phone reception. I'm not doing it. No, I'm no, people are gonna see me in reception. No, I'm too scared. And then I just had that kind of thing come over me like you only regret the things that you don't do in life like so what if someone stares at you like you're never gonna see these people again fuck it so I was like I'm getting this wetsuit on if it's the last thing I do if they have to cut me or peel me out of it which to be honest that was nearly the case but (laughs) it was so much fun and it was so liberating like uh doing it just kind of feeling like you know you can't do something or you don't want to do something you're nervous and then like Mm. I'll be honest getting in that water was so cold and like dangerous how I didn't break my neck getting in the water no, I, don't I don't know and then when I got in I was like I thought I was gonna have like a panic attack I couldn't catch my breath it was the same feeling this, by the way can I say, this sounds like a really unfun experience <laughs> so I'm hoping that like nearly a panic attack swims it like I'm waiting till they're like but it was so great <laughs> It was so great. Once you once I acclimatised <laughs> to the water and the cold and stuff, uh, it was amazing. And it was one of those, like, you know, I say this to Matt sometimes, you ever have, like, a moment uh, where you're, like, take a picture in your brain. Like, yeah. this is going to be a memory, like, oh for, for the rest of your life. Like, I, said, I remember saying to him, like, take a mental, like, picture now because <laughs> this is, like, a moment. Yeah, it was awesome. It was so good. Oh, my God. I love that so... Okay, minus the sort of trauma to get there. Um <laughs> But I love that. And do you know what as well? I would, um, if I was in the same position, I probably wouldn't have done it. Really? There's been a few things that I've done since being bigger that like, I've tried to have the fuck it attitude, but my fear of not being physically able, nothing about the mental thing, is Mm. the fear of not being physically able to do something that I haven't done it or I've half done it. So I don't think I would have done it. And I'm I'm so inspired. Like genuinely, I really hope that that inspires other people to do these things. Like, Sometimes we're not physically able to do things, but just try. Yeah. Chances are it will probably be something that will be so amazing. Yeah. So I love that. I'm so glad you had a nice time. <laughs> How long were you in the water for? Like 10 seconds. Oh, this is lovely. Thanks very much. 20, 20 minutes. I was like, that's enough. Thank you. 20. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite um... bit was the hat. Which oh, I don't, hat. Which I don't, well, I don't <laughs> think it's called a hat, but it's a hat. It was uh, a which hat. I don't think you put on your stories, but your hubby put it on his. Yeah, and... thanks, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> I should have screenshot it. Oh. I want it. <laughs> oh, honestly, we look like eggs. I said, oh, you look I like said, a little condom. We look like a little it. egg, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was not a look, was it? <laughs> you looked great, babes. <laughs> so the funniest thing was the guy that took us is really lovely, actually. Oh, 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 what's the tell you this what? so when you get out of the water you have these i think they're called dry coats and he gave me one he was like just so you know idris elba was in that last <gasps> week how did i forget this <laughs> <laughs> right in front of matt my first reaction was did you get his phone number <laughs> <laughs> Matt was like hello hi husband here. so you were inside something that idris elba was inside <laughs> i mean it's when so- you put it like that <laughs> just want it i need to come and hug you now so i could be like i've in basically inverted i've, I've hugged <laughs> hugged my mate and idris oh i'm so jealous i did i did kind of really wrap myself up <laughs> like sniff the lining just can you hear me <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh mad yeah 
how are you? How has your week been? What have you been up to? Uh, yes, I'm having a bit. Of, I'm having a bit of a wobbly time in my life at the minute. Unfortunately, it's all good, but it's all fine. So I'm just trying to find like the things that I really like doing. So obviously we know it's singing, um, and just getting back a little bit like old Lauren. So like next week I'm going to see Anne Juliet again. I'm going to the West End. I'm like trying to do nice things that I love doing, um, and hanging out with my friends and. Just doing all the nice things, of which I did the other day. We went out, out, went out, out with the girls. So uh, I'm from Kent, so we went out, out in Maidstone. Let me tell you, nothing will make you feel like a hundred years old than going <laughs> to a club that you used to go to when you were twenty, right? And literally being, it's too loud, it's too smoky. I don't know this song, uh, but that was really fun. So yeah, life is just trying to get back. A little bit of zhuzh at the minute um, and just doing lots of nice things. <laughs> we need some like a Nando's or a Chinese and a, and a get together in our pyjamas. It's normally Laura rocking up at my house <laughs> in her pyjamas <laughs> and we get food and we watch some sort of TV musical, which we need <laughs> we to do. do. I, you owe me a Miss Saigon I do. and you owe me maybe a Phantom. I do, I do, I do. Okay, okay. right, we need to organise that. Yeah, cool things. And then at some point in time, we can do all these things with our lovely listeners. Listeners, would you fancy coming along for a night out with me and Laura? When, when we say night out, we do mean food and pyjamas. Oh, like we're not going out. fun. Like a little go love yourself meet up. Yeah, let us know if you fancy that. <laughs> like maybe that. It's like one person responds, otherwise we're going to feel really sad. And it's not just our mums. <laughs> yeah. My mum will text me after this and be like, oh, God. <laughs> Laura, look outside your window right now. What do you see? Sun! Can we officially <laughs> mark the beginning of spring, please? I think so. Although there's sun right this minute while we're recording, but as it's the UK, chances are it probably won't be there by the time that this episode comes out or when you guys are listening. But how exciting! Oh, it's so nice, isn't it? Like the days are getting a bit longer, it's getting a bit warmer. Uh, and that gets me excited because it means it's almost party season. Yes, which means dresses. And if you know me or Laura for even 10 seconds, you'll know we just literally love a dress. <laughs> so much. Like I literally live in dresses. Like we spoke before about how our wardrobes are like full of just like mainly floral, some animal print, midi dresses. <laughs> I'm even going to be really brave and I think I'm going to try a jumpsuit this year and I have never I don't think in my life worn a jumpsuit nice especially being bigger but I just want to I love the look of them as well and it's basically like wearing a dress but without the chub rubbers You will rock a jumpsuit. Simply B have got some amazing jumpsuits and dresses in. I don't know if you've uh, had a look, but I feel like you would absolutely rock a jumpsuit. And the good thing about Simply B and the reason why we love them and so happy to have them as our sponsor is because they make clothes that fit. They're all about the fit, aren't they? Um, Mm. So I think you'll be in really safe hands with them. I think so too. And like you said, with the fit, it's not just, you know, their size 18 isn't just a size 10 with more fabric. It's a size 18, but look, you know, they, they really look at the fit and where that extra fabric is needed and stuff. So I feel like with a jumpsuit for me, I need a lot more obviously up front. So, (laughs) so that'd be really good. And I feel like, Oh my God, after the two years that we've just had, I'm desperate to have a few more special occasions to look forward to and, you know, get a bit more spring action dress-wise and get a bit glammed up. 
Absolutely, yeah, I could not agree more. And Simply Breed's so great for that as well because you can get everything from there, like shoes, accessories, um, and they've even got like beauty brands as well, like Bondi Sands, who I love, Revlon and Rodial. Love Rodial, love, love, love Rodial. Um, <laughs> this is it, they do literally everything. And uh, you can use our discount code for 20% off, and that is POD20, P-O-D, and the numbers two and zero. Happy shopping! <laughs> Right, Lauren, I'm very excited about this guest and I know you are too. She's buzzing. (laughs) I am buzzing. I bloody love this man. I've been following him for years. Um, So he is a doctor. So high five to all my NHS friends. Um, He's also doing an undergrad in nutrition as well. Um, But most importantly, he spends his day battling internet trolls and fighting what he calls Nutribollocks. I just am obsessed. Yeah, he's amazing. I love his content and it's all about kind of debunking fat phobia and, you know, weight stigma um, and talking about kind of health at any size. Welcome to our podcast, Dr. Josh Woolrich. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm all right. Thank you. We're going to pretend we haven't talked at all. This is like, <laughs> be like we're room. slap bang into it. Thank you. I've come in the door. You've said no talking. Sit down. Shut up. Everything we're here. We're on and go. <laughs> No, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Looking forward to talking about inappropriate things, clearly, yeah, by the well, sounds of the last one. We've ones. had a good start, haven't right. we? Already? We'll fill you in on that on socials, what we've been up to. You'll see the photo. It's fine. <laughs> Involves some fists, but that's all we can say. <laughs> if my fiance's listening, it's not that. So, we have a favourite saying on this showing. More showing. enthusiasm. You so. have a favourite saying? Oh, my word. Tell me. <laughs> Go! Oh, girl, I got no hope. Right, Lauren, you sat. Josh so, is in. We yes. have a favourite saying on this show. We do. That we love to shout at all of our guests. Yes. Take it away, Laura. The way you look <laughs> is the least interesting thing about you. Woo-hoo! <laughs> so, Dr. Josh, yeah. what is the most interesting thing about you? I'm going to answer my own question. P- yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. The most interesting thing about or me. One of, yeah. First thing, I auditioned for S Club Juniors and didn't succeed in it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's not the most interesting. Were you meant to be Calvin? This is amazing. Look, I could have been. I could have been in the Saturdays right now. Like wow, I would have. Good. I would have broken the mold and been the only guy. Oh my god! Uh, one of the guys is on the Indian Hamilton. Wow! You really look. didn't do well. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I became a doctor instead. Okay. Just to That's clarify. Fair. Don't and then an author. Doctor. You could have been an yeah. S Club Okay, cool. You get blue light discount, but you could have been on Hamilton. Like. <laughs> True, true. I don't have a Nando's black card yet. That was that. You maybe don't? if I'd have been, maybe if I'd have been in the Saturdays, I'd have one. You'd have yes. a Nando's black card. Yeah. that's really cool. What did you sing for your audition? Never had a dream come true. Obviously, oh, man. the best one. <laughs> this is this is giving me myself. life. I can't cope. Till till the day that I found you. Yeah. Even can though no matter it? how, can we have no matter bit? where life takes me to. Josh, you're gonna have to sing now, mate. Honestly, come on. We'll be back You'll on. always be my baby. I don't know. I need full vocal tunage. Come on. But I had like COVID three weeks ago. I don't know don't what's care. going on. Don't care. Come on. No excuses. Let's go. Sing. I never found the words to... Words to say. We're <laughs> That'll do. That's all I got. You are the one that thinks about well, yeah, you got, each day. You got to remember that. That one? Is yeah, that, yeah. that song? Come on, finish it. Oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> uh, well, we would have yeah, put you in I didn't get in. I didn't get in. I don't want to give the, give the game away. No one uh, we would have put you in as club You talk genius. much better than you sing, Josh. Thank you so much. Rude. Seriously. It's because of the COVID. I can still sing. Promise. 
uh, Josh, we know and love you, but for anyone that's new to you, can you tell us a little bit about your journey? I hate using that word, but your journey from <laughs> when you started out on um, an Instagram and when you were, before you were a doctor and your Instagram handle was unfattening, wasn't it? Yeah. You were on a sort of a weight loss uh, bid. So to where you are now, can you just talk to us a little bit about that? I ended up being bullied quite a lot at school for my size. Um, I went to medical school and felt and knew that I was larger than most people that I was in classes with. I got to, I, I finished, I graduated medical school and started working as a doctor. And I started feeling really uncomfortable because I'd learned, I mean, I'd been taught medicine in a very weight centric manner where weight is kind of seen as be all and end all of someone's health and also what should be addressed first. I hate the word addressed when it comes to weight, but that's the language that gets used. Um, and so I was like, well, I'm fat, so how is this gonna work? At the time, I was in a mindset where it made sense because I saw I saw weight as something that I was just not trying hard enough to do to deal with. Right. Um, I saw it as something that was my responsibility to fix, um, and I saw it as something that led to other people judging me, and I felt like that was okay because I had those judgments of myself too. Um, so I started an Instagram account because, of course, I did. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you want to lose weight and you need to use shame as a method of accountability, <laughs> where solution. do you go to? <laughs> you go to Instagram, right? Um, you definitely did in, you know, in 2014. Um, I'm pretty sure you still do now, to be fair. <laughs> um, so, yeah, started an account um, and changed my name to Unfanning because I thought it was catchy. It is catchy. It's just very it's problematic. But it's, but it's catchy. <laughs> um, and... Uh, my premise was I thought I'll post everything that I eat and when my friends see me eating things like a biscuit they'll know that I'm on a weight loss journey in quotes um, and they'll tell me off and then I won't eat the biscuit and then I'll just they'll keep me accountable through shame through shame <laughs> <laughs> which I'm pretty sure most people have used have tried to leverage shame I think I had a weight loss like, uh, Instagram account in like 2013 14 did you? that's yeah, what I we were doing that. yeah I mean I shut I only shut it down like did last you year. not no did. <laughs> yeah Oh, when She's we joined the She's club. No, it was a weight loss LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. People, people endorsing. <laughs> well, no, I'm just, I'm just jealous you managed to avoid Have creating a weight loss social media. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. It's weird. With it. Like, I feel like maybe, like, I've just, I've always been fat. And like, I mean, I like I said, that I've tried every diet under the sun. I've done the whole shaming thing where you put pictures of yourself up in underwear. Like, I've even like... I genuinely photoshopped pictures of myself on a slim person and then to like put in the wood. Like I've done all of that. Oh, and printed them out. And oh yeah, printed them out oh, and everything. No. Yeah. And like one, because my friend was like, this is when I was like trying for a baby and stuff. And like my friend was like, you need to manifest it. Like losing the weight. Uh, we'll come on to this later. But I was basically told that I needed to lose 12 stone to have IVF. And sure. um, easy, easy time. Like, like, cool, thanks. Yeah. All right, fine. See you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> and um, and um, so then that was I, sarcasm, like, by the way. People don't know me. That is not an easy task. <laughs> so like, oh, this is making like not making me upset, but like I remember like um, printing out a picture of a pregnant, a slim pregnant woman, or was it a pregnant a, a woman with a baby, like slim, and then put my head on it, and like wow. that's like that's so damaging. Like, oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, I didn't yeah. like, yeah. but the, I didn't do the weight loss um, thing like on. 
Instagram you didn't do or whatever. You did publicly, it in private. but like that shame I felt was like real and it was very yeah. it was very private for me. That's really that's so damaging. And you know what you're probably not the only person that's doing that. No, I'm and sure. And doing I'm it not. now. Like even though we've I think we've, the conversation is moving along, we are not the two thousand and fourteen Instagram anymore. We are we moved on and the conversation is moving. Thank God. Yeah. But um That side of Instagram be, still exists. Though. It does. It does, but we um, just don't follow it. <laughs> it does, but like yeah. you yeah. Can, I think people now know to maybe create their feed a little bit and it yeah. does still exist, but the conversation is slightly moving yeah. forward it's thanks to like you know people like arguably you it's a bit stuff. more hidden now than it was mm. which is, but it's sad yeah. that people would be still doing this in pop, in pop it's more like it. what i eat in a day now like on tiktok that's that, that, oh, that like i don't give a shit up. honestly i don't care <laughs> i don't literally it's like when people say like it's the other one of this is completely relevant when people like post pictures of your baby now and then like when they were born and at 20 I don't care <laughs> I don't, I don't care. care what they look like now I don't know your baby <laughs> moving on off track. so we have moved on slightly you talk a lot in your book um about nutri bollocks um big fan big fan of that but can you Thank just you. explain to um to like listeners that don't necessarily know what it is what it what it means yeah what well, I, about before I before I actually say what it means I just like to point out that I got the cover for the Dutch translation of my book Dutch translation, that's a hard phrase to say um, <laughs> yesterday and they have translated Nutribolics into Nutri Bullshit, which I love Oh my god, I <laughs> so good. get that on a t-shirt? So good uh, I feel like in the UK they might, I mean people, people struggle, I, I think it's great but anyway, yes, Nutribolics, essentially it's just, it's two words, it's nutrition and bollocks, or bullshit mm-hmm. um, and it's basically it's a way of describing the the nonsense nutrition advice that is out there. Um, the vast majority of the time, it's people trying to sell it. It's people trying to make a profit with this advice. Mm. Um, sometimes it's people just, you know, not really knowing any better. Um, but it is pervasive and it is everywhere. Ranging from something as simple as like, you know, oh, we should eat how our ancestors ate and only eat meat. Bear Grylls needs to stay in his lane, by the way, just to clarify. He's, <laughs> he's posted that crap today. What? Um, he apparently no longer eats nuts or veggies. So sure, just promote a lifestyle that's going to increase your risk of colon cancer and heart disease to your however many million followers. Oh but whatever, God. Bear. Wow. <sighs> bear. <sighs> but anyway, so... We're on first name terms. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so stuff is as ridiculous as that. And even to something as insidious as just, it's just like, oh yeah, well... You should only use coconut oil because it's the better oil, or I avocado oil, that. right? Like just that, because the other oils, you know, they like they cause problems when you heat them to it. No, they don't. Um, but yeah, so it's just anything, anything like that. I mean, unless unless people are saying eat more veg and have more variety, then they're probably talking crap. Like real good, reliable nutrition advice isn't sexy. Mm. Um, it's it's pretty simple. It's just we can't follow it the majority of the time, not because we're lazy, but because it's unattainable for the vast majority of people. There in are other world. factors at play. It's not black and white, yeah. is it? Yeah. Apart from sleeping, what else do we do for that much yeah. of the day, every day for our entire lives? It's a big thing, isn't it? Like mm. for, for me personally, like food is a massive part of my life where it's like mm. baking or cooking or whatever. Speaking of which, and you owe me a cake. I do owe exactly. you a cake, Josh. I have a <laughs> Where is said cake? I said I've seen no cake. I am going to post you some Florentines because oh, we've I been see. in Manchester. So that's the deal. <laughs> like, I bribed right. okay, everyone. Cut the tape. <laughs> I bribed Josh with cake to come on the podcast, everyone. It's secrets out. Um, you will get cake, I promise. Can I have cake also, please? You get enough cake from oh, me. No. <laughs> That's true. Um, I completely forgot what I was going to say. It's all right, cake. So sorry. <laughs> food. Food is such yeah. a big part of, of my life. And I think for a lot of people's life, and it is a big enjoyment, isn't it? And Well, it should be. 
It should be, yes. And I remember I was going to have bariatric surgery um, ooh, March last year. And it, it kind of, um, the whole bake-off opportunity came up pretty much at the same time, really. And I sort of had to decide, uh, I feel like this is a Daily Mail headline, bariatric or bake-off. Um, <laughs> oh my God, that's excellent. Let's <laughs> hope <laughs> like they don't pick that up. Um, I remember talking to the surgeon and he was saying to me, like, you know, I just feel like it's too permanent. He was like, Laura, have you got a permanent problem? Like with your weight? I was like, yeah. He was like, then you need a permanent solution. I was like, yeah, but I'm not mentally ready like to give up food, to not have Christmas dinner, to not go for meals with my friends, to not even be able to drink alcohol, I'm not a massive drinker, but to like to to bake a cake and have a slice. Like I can't, I'm not ready to do that. And it's like such a drastic thing. But you talk a lot obviously about weight stigma um, on your Instagram and in your book. There's a quote that I love about telling someone who's overweight to um, just kind of eat less, move more. It's like selling, telling someone to get richer by earning more money and spending less. And like, while it might sound simple, the sentiments there, like it's so nuanced, isn't it? Um, and I think it's great that you're calling out bullshit as well. Like I saw you call out Davina McCall a few weeks ago there was I mean, um, come on you know you know what side of the diet culture wagon she sits you know that there was a post nobody she did that does nobody that produces workout videos can ever unfortunately be anything other than really i mean anyway sorry i'm gonna get myself in trouble no no it's fine the, the post that she did that i'm talking about was like marriage is hard divorce is hard being fat is hard eating healthy is is hard choose your hard it's like well <laughs> okay let's just scroll back a little bit like so it's hard for you with all of your money and your personal chef and your you. you know etc etc exactly. and your your, yeah. your genetics and all of the above all of your privilege yeah but sure yeah choose your hard yeah. <laughs> that really fucked oh. me off that. yeah. <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that actually pisses me off more like yeah bear grills talking about removing all veg from your diet and eating just meat because apparently it's how our ancestors did. By the way, our ancestors ate veg, just to clarify. I'm sure they did. I was thinking <laughs> the flipping that. Earliest, the earliest <laughs> evidence of cooking that we have is grains. So butt out, people. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, that stuff is just frustrating because I feel like he's been conned. Mm. Um, like he's been tricked and he's man he's eating a certain way that that he happens to feel okay with doing. I mean, there are some people that smoke and never get lung cancer. It doesn't mean that you should promote it. Mm. You know, yeah, he's getting lucky. But he's also been tricked, so I feel sorry for him that he's bought into this. But people that leverage their privilege and refuse to acknowledge the position that they're in and then just put shame on others, mm. deliberately or not, those are the people that piss me off the most. So Lauren, you know I said I wanted to get more into skincare this year. Yes. So Typology has sent me some of their goodies to try and we've actually got a special code for our listeners. So if you want to get anything, you can use code LOVE, that's L-O-V-E, and you can get a free lip balm. Oh, hello. Uh, right, tell me what you got. What did they send you? So I got a whole bundle of stuff, which was very nice. Uh, but my favourite thing was the tinted concealer. Um, it's so good because it's like makeup, but it's also like really great for your skin because it's got like caffeine. Something called, I'm going to try and pronounce it correctly, niacinamide. Ni- niacinamide. Cinnamide. Is that right? No, nailed it. <laughs> uh, and something called cornflower hydrolate. Um, basically, they're ingredients that are meant to like reduce puffiness and dark circles long term. Bit of a, like a like, lazy way to get into <laughs> yeah, the lazy girl skincare. I love it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Have you tried it yet? I have tried it, yeah, um, and I really, really liked it. Um, I'm a bit of a snob when it comes to makeup, um, as you probably know. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I loved it. it. I really liked the way it kind of like glided. Is that a word? Glided on? 
glide on the way it glid glid on glide. <laughs> I don't know um, it went on really well went on there it is uh, thank you <laughs> and sometimes with concealers they like they they can kind of like crack or like yeah. go in your creases and stuff and I really I really hate that so yeah it left my skin feeling really smooth um, and it didn't kind of like yeah it, it stayed on uh, and was also like full coverage without being cakey so win winner love this love 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 and like you said we've got a special code uh, so if anyone wants to buy something from typology.com so that's t-y-p-o-l-o-g-y.com if you also add the nine ingredient lip balm to your cart you can add code love at checkout and you can get the lip balm for free so that is the nine ingredient lip balm and the code is love l-o-v-e and getting quick because there are limited quantities available. Hello, I'm Jess Phillips, an MP, and if you don't already know, I'm now a fully-fledged podcaster. My show is called Yours Sincerely, and in each episode, I invite a guest to celebrate three people that mean the world to them. Someone they love, someone who's no longer around, and someone who doesn't realise how significant a role they've played in their lives. You can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or by searching for Jess Phillips wherever you listen to podcasts. And with that, I'll sign off with yours sincerely, Jess Phillips. I do wish there were more doctors like you because I, I in my experience, and I know that a lot of people, um, like a lot of my followers and a lot of people listening will have had experiences, bad experiences with doctors and GPs. And it, sometimes it feels like every time you go to the doctors, you say like, I've got an ear infection. It's like, oh, have you tried losing weight? Mm. It does make me cross and it, it makes me scared for people as well uh like for, for myself and other people not going to get professional medical help because they're worried about them being fat shamed or or being weighed um and i don't know really what we can to, to, to do about that i mean i was talking about sort of ivf earlier we decided to go um or look into going private probably a year or two ago and uh for the first time in, in my life i'm 32 uh the doctor there was talking to me about my weight and he said to me like we, we still need to get your weight down. We're not talking 12 stone drastic as that, but we still need to get it down. But the first time in my 32 years, someone in the medical profession said to me, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. And I broke down, like I like snot bubble tears, everything, because I'd never heard that before. I wish there were more doctors like that. Like what, what do you think can be done like to change that? I know you're trying, but obviously you're, you're only one person. What do you think can be done? I feel like things are very slightly shifting. Okay. So when, when I was at medical school, there was, like, diversity wasn't a thing, really. Um, people talking about stuff like mental health wasn't really acceptable. Um, people talking about sexual health wasn't really acceptable. I had this, I went to this award, I did a talk at this award ceremony, and then sat down at the table afterwards and was having dinner. And of the of the eight people in uh, at the table that I was at, probably five or six of them within about 15 minutes I knew their mental health history knew what medication oh they were on I knew what you know I knew that one of them had stopped drinking because he thought he might have a bit of a problem with it so he stopped drinking last weekend and his, his friends are keeping him accountable I'm like we would never have talked no, about that stuff that's amazing never. and I was like this is really good because these people are going to be doctors in five years mm. less and I'm like yeah. if they're happy yeah. if they're comfortable talking about this stuff this is great because it means that patients are going to be more comfortable, we'll be comfortable with them. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to be more accepting of of hearing about things they don't necessarily understand and more comfortable about talking about things that they don't have a permanent answer to. Mm-hmm. And all this or kind of stuff that experience of. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like that gave me real confidence that actually it can really it can feel a bit doom and gloom, especially with the whole how do we change this? No idea. But it's like, well, actually 
I think there's there is there are positive things coming coming up. Um, but I the, these conversations, even people who are who are actually getting on the bandwagon of you know what weight is complex mm -hmm. rather than just weight is because you eat too much, which yeah. was always the just general bog standard assumption. Um, more people are understanding that there is a lot of complexity there, that our weight is, is governed and defined by so many different factors that vary throughout our life. Um, there's a huge genetic component that we that we like to try and dismiss because we don't like to admit that that's actually true. Um, and there's all these things that, that actually medical professionals are starting to be more clued up about, which is great, but they're still giving the same advice. They're like, oh yes, well, no, I understand it's complex, but I'm still going to refer you to Weight Watchers. And it's like, well, mm. sorry, WW, you know. Yeah. <laughs> We're hiding behind the name changes. Great. Wanky um, wankers. Yeah. yeah. Wellness warriors. I don't know. They're all the same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the same stuff is given. The same advice of, well, we can refer you to a, to a, you know, to a weight management service. It's like, yeah, okay, but then that. what's going to change? Yeah. Because there's work. a reason why the weight. They don't work. Yeah. There's a reason why the weight management service doesn't work. Because, mm. because of the bit you just said. Because yeah. it's incredibly complex. Yeah. Like if, if if there are lots of different factors that are all influencing your weight, why do you think that something's magically going to change just by changing one or two of those factors? Yeah. You haven't addressed any of the rest of it. And and even if you could, again, I'm not convinced that it's even necessary because not only is there, are there so many assumptions as to the impact that weight is having on somebody's health, which is questionable is the polite way of putting it in regards to in regards to the assumptions that get made so for example there are some people for whom body weight is impacting fertility or has ha has an impact on fertility because fat tissue can influence hormone levels and things like that for a lot of people it's not but they're mm -hmm. still given the same advice yeah they're still given the same advice because some people just struggle to have children. Mm -hmm. That's neither like, and a lot of people, you can't find a reason. But that's accepted if you're thin. If they can't find a reason, it's just like, oh, well, we can't find a reason. That's okay. It's not your fault. If you're fat, oh, well, we can't find a reason. Except it's they don't say that. It's because they're like, oh, well, yeah. the reason is because you're fat. Yeah. But what happens if they lose weight and they still can't have a, have a, have a child? Yeah. Then what? You know, we weren't like even allowed not. to have tests. The NHS wouldn't even test us really? because of our BMI. And we were like, we went in for our first appointment. Like, bear in mind, like, it's it's fucking heartbreaking going through fertility. Mm. Like, it's it's the worst. I would not wish it on any couple. And the first appointment we had, the first thing they did before we even saw the medical professional was they weighed us. And they took Are our height. Are you serious? Why, why would they do that? Why would they do that? Because the NHS has cutoffs. And I do... Weight should never be one of those cutoffs, in my mm. humble and aggressive opinion. Mm. Um, but <laughs> but it is, and so if they can if they can find an excuse to cut the session short, which saves them time and mm. get someone else in the door instead, then they'll do that. So they're going to take your BMI first. Uh, it's not right, but that's why. But BMI is bollocks, and that, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah, we know that. And like you talk about, a lot about that in your in your book, and that was really interesting to me. Um, but it does. It just makes me so cross yeah. because it is utter nonsense. Mm. Do you, can you tell us a bit more about it? Because I know you've done a lot of research. You're very knowledgeable about about it. So you're, yeah, I mean, BMI is fine at a population level. It's it's a measure. It's just a ratio. And at a population level, it's relatively good at giving an estimation of 
kind of body fat percentage. At an individual level, it's terrible mm. because people vary massively, and all of those discrepancies kind of even out when you're looking at a million people in mm. a in a you know in a cohort and you do a you draw a graph kind of thing. But when you're taking an individual person, you know, going, this is your measure of your BMI, therefore we're going to make these assumptions and make these plans and do this and tell you something, that's nonsense. Mm -hmm. We don't do it with anything else. Like we don't, in, with, with healthcare, with the way that we're taught medicine, we're always taught to get a picture of someone's health, you need more than one thing. Mm -hmm. But we do that with BMI. Even if the other examinations that we do contradict we stick with those assumptions. You, you must be unhealthy. Oh, your blood pressure is normal. Oh, well, it won't be for much longer, right? We make <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, that's yeah. what that is. What happens? Yeah. I don't disagree that weight can impact health at mm. times, but it's more just how you're determining that, and then what. Yeah. And nobody has a good answer for me for that. And there's a reason why. Yeah. Because it's not that. It's not simple. I had no lectures on the social determinants of health at medical school which is essentially the, the the premise that health is influenced by so many things out of our control. Mm. I didn't have any any conversations about it at medical school. I'm like, I was there for flipping six years. <laughs> like, and to not have any conversations about just how much of an impact socioeconomics has on mm. someone's health is unacceptable. Yeah. And again, not, you know, that's just one, it's just one tiny thing. But if that's not changed, why do we think that the conversations around weight are magically going to change? Mm. Like it is... It is, it is a long, it's an uphill battle, but the ignorance is there because of the lack of teaching. Mm. So when conversations take place from patients, it does make a difference. It's a bit like um, uh, when, when patients have a rare disease that, that as doctors we don't really see very much, they're often the experts, right? They they've almost always know more than we do when they come in to see us. We can just help them kind of manage things around what they know and you know we can help to sift the crap online from the good stuff and all that kind of thing but we listen to them because we know we're ignorant we don't know we're ignorant about the weight stuff that's really interesting and the more that people mention stuff even just like oh i'm not happy to be weighed because i really value my relationship with my with food and my body and that's something that impacts me unless they're just horrible people that's going to mean something to a doctor it's going to be like, I've never heard someone say that before. Yeah. That's weird. Why are they saying that? And so the more people that say that, the more there's going to be thought around these topics. And the more that there's thought around these topics, the more willing people are going to be to actually have conversations about it. Yeah. And be open to having their mind changed potentially. It's not easy. You're going from a position of often kind of worry and fear and you're going to the doctor and they say something and they, you know that they're stigmatizing you and they're not actually listening to you and all this kind of stuff for you to then be able to have the confidence to say something yeah. it's not easy no. but but if you can like it, but that it might makes, be the start of, yeah. of a very small very slow change yeah which could be good what advice would you have josh for anyone navigating the online world that is um, I don't know, kind of influenced as such by that kind of Nutribollocks talk. Um, Unfollow Bear Grylls, number one. <laughs> um, Unfollow <laughs> And a podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I think there's two things that go on. There's people that you follow that you know you shouldn't, but you like following them. So you just keep going. Like any Kardashian, right? You know you shouldn't follow them. Never have, never will. Good. Very proud. Sorry. <laughs> I had to get in there. Yeah. It's the royal you. 
it's the royal you. Um, <laughs> you listener there, who do, who does? Because there's she's got like over a hundred million followers. Yeah, and follow them. <laughs> there are people like like them that you yeah. know you shouldn't be following. They don't give you any benefit in your life. Mm-hmm. All they do is make you feel bad about yourself. All they do is make you question your decisions. All that kind of stuff, and not in a good way. Those those are the kind of people that you know you should be unfollowing, and you you need to take that step at some point. The next lot, the next group of the people that you don't realize you are causing a problem. Um, and really, if if we're talking about this kind of stuff, then just unfollow everyone that talks about food and exercise. Like literally, it's easier just to have that as a blanket rule. Mm. If it's something that matters to you, like mentally and physically, you don't need to be following someone on Instagram to know how exercise works, really. Yeah. And if you want to follow someone that's specifically like showing you how to do like gym exercises, if that's what it is, then just make sure that as soon as there's any slip in of like, well, this exercise is better for weight loss, remove them off your feed. Like, you know, there are ways of doing that. If you want to follow recipes, that's great. But as soon as there's any recipe that talks about health implications Mm. of said recipe, unfollow it. Yeah. Because if you can't trust it, and a lot of the time you can't, there are plenty of there are plenty of places that make recipes and don't mention health or calories once because everybody's talking out of their ass. Unfollow anyone that doesn't make you smile. Follow animals and landscape. And old people love old animals. And us. And all of us. us. (laughs) (laughs) Shameless plug. (laughs) But but I've told people I've told people in the past as well. If I'm unfollow me, if it's not helpful. Like if I'm talking about, if you'd rather just not have these topics talked about at all, and that's actually best for you at the moment, mm. come follow me too. Yeah, There's nothing inherently wrong with social media, but it can be a source of evil if you are if you allow it to be. Yeah, If it wasn't for social media, I wouldn't be talking about any of this stuff because I would have never have come across this stuff. I'd probably still be in my little bubble in the hospital, like, you know, being praised by my colleagues for having lost weight and telling patients how I did it and how they can do it too. That's probably what I would still be doing if it weren't for coming across other people talking about stuff in a different way that I was never going to meet in real life. Thank you so much. Like I've that said, I was about to say food for thought. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you were. <laughs> um, but that was so so helpful and uh, informative, and we just love you. So thank you so much for coming on the pod. Lauren, I've got two quite different messages to share with you for today's On The Plus side. Uh, So the first one is, I just want to say that I'm a mental health therapist that works with bigger people dealing with stigma and trauma. And I love y'all and your show and recommend it to every client. Thank you for sharing. No way. That's amazing. That's really quite something. I'm not going to lie. That's... Mm. Oh. Yeah, gets you in the feels that cry, one, doesn't cry, it? Cry, yeah, don't cry, don't cry. <laughs> but I love that you love us. Thank you so much. Keep recommending us. And also, if she's a mental health therapist working with stigma and trauma, hello, help me. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, help. Why are help. you? Help. <laughs> White help flag. <laughs> I love that though, and I hope that um, the clients that she's recommending it to, I think, I hope we really help you. Genuinely, I hope this helps in some way. Yeah, definitely. And the second one is, much like the women who fell from a window, you might remember this from the first episode, one of our listeners told us that they fell out of a window and that being fat actually saved her life. Saved her life. (laughs) She bounced, yeah. (laughs) 
Uh, this listener has said that when she was 15, she was in a car accident. She was hit by a van while crossing the road and was told by the paramedics that the reason she didn't break any bones was because of the, and I'm putting this in air quotes, extra padding <laughs> she had. <laughs> Hooray for being overweight, she's put. <laughs> being chubby saves lives. I can't say it enough. Like <laughs> Someone put that on a freaking T-shirt. Being fat, I'm just here saving lives. Don't mind me. <laughs> Oh my God, I love that. Well, I'm glad she's fine because that's horrendous. And yes, for the extra padding. Oh, yes. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening once again. We absolutely adore you. We do. We love you all. We do. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Love you. Bye. (laughs) That's really made me laugh. The extra padding. Extra padding. (laughs) That was Go Love Yourself, brought to you by Simply Be. Crowd Network, a place where you belong.